we just started a new month. And with that, we usually want to have a fresh start. But before you have a fresh start, I want to talk to you about last month's budget. Because I think it's really important that before we start on creating a new budget, we have to know what didn't work in our old budget so that we can make improvements. So today we're going to talk about seven things that might be working against you in your budget. Are you ready to get started? Let's do this. Hey there, and welcome to the Marshmallows and Money Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Zachariah. I'm a wife and mom of two, a personal finance educator, and a debt-free money-saving ninja. I'm here to help you navigate this world of money so you can afford the life you want. So I'm breaking down dense money topics and translating them into easy-to-digest action steps so you can easily implement them into your life right after every episode. Grab a coffee or beverage, and let's chat about money. Before we actually get started, let's address the elephant in the room, shall we? I miss you, friend. I know it has been a hot minute since I have published a new episode on this show, and for good reason. At first, this hiatus was unexpected, and a lot of it had to do with my trip to Egypt. It was delayed when we came back. It took us an extra week to get back home, but there was also a part of me that wanted to start switching things up on the show. And so I decided to take this opportunity of an unexpected change to take a much needed break to sit down and brainstorm and get back into figuring out what would be best by way of introducing new content and information to you. So even though it was an unexpected break, It really was a time for me to go back behind the scenes and get some things done. And I am so excited to make some new announcements to you pretty soon. There are going to be some changes happening to this show, and I can't wait to tell you what they are. I think you're going to find that they are beneficial, and you're going to get so much out of every episode, even more than you're getting now. So stay tuned. Some things are happening behind the scenes, but we are back, and every week you are going to get an episode from here on out. I will make announcements when we go to season two because season two was supposed to start in January, but we're actually going to start it a little earlier since we already had a break. Stay tuned because all of those announcements will be made soon enough. Cool? Cool. Let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. I want to address what's happening with your budget because I know I get tons and tons of email talking about how you have the best intentions on your budget every single month. And for some reason at the end of the month, when you look at it, you're like, it's a disaster. I don't know where I went wrong. I don't know what happened, but this is what's happening. And you start to feel a little bit guilty and feel ashamed about it. So before we get started, I wanted to address the shame and guilt component. It is not you, it is the systems. And so we want to go in and fix the systems so that you can find more success and have an easier time managing your money. That's the whole point of having a budget. The budget isn't supposed to make it harder for you or give you extra work to do. It's really supposed to maintain your systems in a way that makes it easy for you to check how your spending is going throughout the month. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the systems and we're going to talk about the things that you should set up in those systems to make it easier for you to succeed. Cool? Cool. 
Now, the very most popular thing that always shows up in a budget that happens to not work well, I don't want to say fail, but not work well, is the idea that you have to be really strict with your budget. This was something that I actually found was my number one mistake in my own budget when I first started creating a budget. Being too strict in the way that you're holding your budget categories, you're not really letting a lot of flexibility in. And when something goes wrong, you're just arms are up in the air and you're like, I don't know what to do from here. And that's because that stringency that you've put on your budget is actually limiting you to managing it correctly. So look at your budget and figure out Where can I be flexible? What categories can I move things around if I happen to overspend in one area or if I'm getting something that's unexpected? A lot of us don't include that flexibility and what happens is you get something that's unexpected and then it throws everything else off and then you don't know how to move forward with that budget. One thing you can do is recreate a new budget. If something unexpected happens, know that you can just create a brand new budget with the current money you have in your bank account right now, of course, minus any pending expenses, and start fresh. You can start fresh at any point in the month. You don't have to start next Monday. You don't have to start next pay cycle. You can start right now. And you don't have to be that strict. You can actually give yourself some leeway. I always include that when I'm talking to my members. If you don't know, we have a membership community called the Saving Wiz community. And we talk about this all the time. It eases the stress off of you to have everything perfect. Spoiler alert, most months aren't going to go perfectly. Number two is actually looking for perfection. (laughs) So many of us want our budget to be absolutely perfect. We want to knock it out of the park. And that's a great intention to have. However, life doesn't work like that. There are things that we're not going to take into account. I know there was many months where I would create a budget and then something like the girls' soccer pictures would come out or graduation pictures or we're going out of town and it's a spontaneous trip. There are so many things like that that come up throughout our months. And we have to learn to not have that perfection as the goal, but that we have progress as the goal. And progress simply means we're doing better this month than we did last month. And even though that might not seem like it's good enough now, if you're continuing to make progress every single month, then what's happening is you're taking steps forward every single month. And at one point, you are going to get to a place where you have a solid budget that actually reflects your life and makes things easier on you. And that's the goal. The goal is not perfection. The goal is to make this budget serve you. Cool? All right, let's move on to the third one. Number three, you didn't add a spending allowance. Friend, I will tell you, this is one thing that I had the hardest time with. Spending allowance, why should I have a spending allowance? All the money that we have should be going to an actual purpose. Friend, you are a purpose. You are allowed to be part of your budget and I'm actually giving you full permission to put yourself inside of your budget because if you're not giving yourself a spending allowance, you and any contributing partner to your budget, what's happening is you're paying the debt, the bills, and you're not giving yourself anything. They say pay yourself first by way of savings. I think you need to do both. Pay yourself by way of savings so that you have something for future you, 
but also pay yourself now by giving yourself even 50 or $100, even $20 to just allow yourself freedom to spend that money on what you want, guilt-free, shame-free, and without limitations on what you can buy. As long as you know that the dollar limit is there and you pull it out in cash or you make sure that you're mindful when you're using your card, it's so beneficial to have a spending allowance inside of your budget. Number four, you didn't add your lifestyle expenses. You're probably thinking, what lifestyle expenses? I have everything in there. I have my groceries. I have my takeout. Okay, did you add your coffee runs? Did you add your vending machine snacks? Did you add your Amazon purchases? Did you add your Target runs? Those are things that you thoroughly enjoy, right? Those things are your lifestyle. And you don't have to give those up just because you have a budget. I know many, many of you think that you have to give those things up in order to have a proper budget, but there's no such thing as a proper budget. There is no right or wrong way to set up a budget. The way you set up your budget is you make sure that it's reflecting your lifestyle. Because if it's not reflecting your lifestyle, then it's not serving you. In order for it to really truly serve you, you need to add every single expense that you enjoy and that you want to include in your budget that you want to spend your money on. And if that means that you have Starbucks runs three days a week, that's perfectly okay. It just means then you have to budget that amount in your budget so that it reflects properly so that you have money put aside for that. And you won't know that unless you actually put it in your lifestyle section. Here's the other thing. When you add your coffee in your lifestyle section of your budget, what ends up happening is you can see what else you can afford and can't afford for this budget period. So that means you get to prioritize what you want to include this month and what you don't want to include this month. The things that are important to you this month and the things that you want to put aside and not pay for this month. That's the great thing is it starts to put you back in the driver's seat. You're back in control of where your money's actually going and you get to dictate where every dollar is. Number five, you didn't check in. Am I right? You created this budget and then you were too afraid to look at it because then you'd have to confront your actual spending. And I get it. I totally understand because this is something that becomes, again, shame driven. You look at your spending, you're like, that is not what I had planned for, and I know I didn't plan for it, and yet I did it anyway. Gosh, why do I always do this? Why can't I control myself? Why can't I get my spending in in control and in line? It is not a time to confront yourself. (laughs) It is a time for you to check in so you stay accountable of those goals. That's it. Now, whether you stayed accountable for those goals by way of the way that you spent, or you stayed accountable because you checked in and then you checked yourself, Meaning you said, all right, this week I went over and I actually went to Starbucks four times this week. Hmm, you know what? Let me make sure that next week I only go twice so that I can balance it out. That's checking in, right? If you're not checking in that way, then how does your budget work? It would be really difficult for it to work because you're not actually making sure that your spending is in line with the plan that you had in place. So make sure that you check in. I would suggest that you check in regularly. If you can check in daily, that's great. I usually check in at least five minutes a day. It doesn't take a lot of time. But if you can check in every few days or even once a week if you're starting out, that's plenty. 
You don't have to check in all the time. You don't have to live inside of your budget, but just understanding that you're checking in to make sure that you're still on top of your game is the most important thing and will keep you moving forward and making progress. Number six, you didn't adjust when things changed. We've kind of touched on this in a few different ways, but I really wanted to hone in on this. Adjusting is critical to making your budget work. If you think that you're going to create the perfect budget at the beginning of the month or at the beginning of a pay cycle, and it is going to go exactly as planned, and you're not going to have to touch it, you're going to be unpleasantly surprised because it just doesn't work that way. Your budget needs to be reflective. And that means that you are constantly looking and adjusting and making sure that it is still in line with what you're doing. Sometimes throughout the month, things change. Things happen. Things come up. And if you're not adjusting and becoming flexible with your budget in that way, what ends up happening is a budget will go over and then you freak out because you're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. So for example, if you go over in your budget category for groceries and you said you were going to spend 400 this month, but you ended up spending 500 this month, I don't want you freezing. Instead, look at your budget categories and see where you can get that extra $100 from. Does that mean that you take $50 away from takeout so you're not eating takeout as often because you overspent in groceries so you're going to eat in more? Maybe. And maybe you decide to take that $50 from takeout and this $50 from your Target runs or $10 from Starbucks and $40 from somewhere else. It doesn't matter where you end up getting the money from as long as you cover that overage. And here's the thing. That activity actually trains you to be more mindful of how you're spending your money from here on out. So when you see that you've effectively went over in a budget, the following budget cycle, you're going to be like, okay, last month I went over in my grocery budget. So I got to be really careful every week of how much I'm actually putting in my cart. So I make sure that I stay in line of my grocery budget. Or you can come back and say, okay, I went over last month in my grocery budget. I actually felt like I got pretty good amount of food and it filled us up and kept us going. So you know what? I'm gonna change my grocery budget to 500 this month and I'm actually gonna reduce some of my other budget items. Either way, that's a win because that means that you're adjusting your future budgets and you're adjusting your priorities based on realistic numbers that you've come up with based on the things that make you and your family well-sustained and moving forward in your life. This way of adjusting back and forth is actually gonna help you with creating a solid budget every time you move forward in a month. It's also going to help you create budgets that work realistically for your lifestyle because now you know your numbers. And number seven, you don't have a cushion in place for unexpected expenses. And I'm not talking about an emergency fund here. While I know that that is very important and you should have an emergency fund in place, I am specifically talking to a cushion regarding your actual spending month to month. So Like we were saying earlier, the adjustments and not being super strict and having flexibility, all that could be put under the umbrella of a cushion. 
Again, we'll go with the scenario that you spent $100 extra in your budget category. If you set up a cushion in place, let's say $100 or $200 per budget cycle, then when you go over in a category, you have money sitting aside that isn't going to affect any of your other categories. Because maybe you actually want to keep your Starbucks category the way it is or your Target shopping the way it is. And now you have to force yourself to figure out where you're going to prioritize your money because you have to cover this overage. That's not the case when you have a cushion. If you have a cushion in your budget, I call it a buffer section. If you have that buffer section, then what ends up happening is you have a place that can fill those gaps. Now, I must warn you, it is very tempting to use this cushion as an excuse to overspend in the categories that are fun, like shopping, (laughs) but that's not what it's for. So I wanna remind you that a cushion or a budget buffer is really there for you to be able to spend in the right categories and if for some reason, something becomes more expensive, maybe the gas prices have went up, which uh, yes, that actually happened this month, then you have more of a cushion until your next budget where you can start making those adjustments like we talked about. If you start to see that gas prices have increased and your new total bill for the month is much higher, then that month you can use the cushion and next month you can adjust the gas budget. Cool? Cool. All of these will help you be more successful with your budget, which is the whole point of creating a budget to begin with. A budget is there to serve you, to help you manage your money, and to give you more of the money that you've worked hard for so that you can spend it on the things you love. And if it's not doing that and it's not serving you, then it's not you failing your budget, it's your budget failing you. And I hope that I gave you some insight as to some of the steps that you can take right now in your budget to help you do better and help your budget do better for you. I thoroughly enjoy talking to you about this because as you know, this is one of my favorite subjects to dive deep into. And if you have any questions or comments or want me to know more about your specific situation or budget, make sure you follow me on Instagram at savingwiz and send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe and check out the valuable show notes because there's a ton of resources for you there. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you leave a review, I'll love you forever. Remember, today is yours. So make it count. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.